0: Have you ever wanted so bad to like something? (laughs) Have you ever like, have you ever Mm. not liked something and then, you know, spent some mental energy trying so hard to make excuses and like Mm. search for the good and, and you still just can't bring yourself to like it?
1: I I hmm I I wanna go like a more comedic route and give an example, but the real example of that was probably Dune when we watched oh, was, it. Like I I wanted to like it and I didn't yeah. hate it, and I watched it a second time and I liked it a smidge more, but I still didn't like absolutely adore it or love it or Right. Yeah.
0: I was gonna say for me that's totally lost in translation. That's like You
1: sick monster
0: like you know i tried tried real hard it's so good it's just a piece of crap
1: that
0: movie not only is it like bad but it's like now the measuring stick that i use to measure other horrible films with like is it (laughs) it's it's bad but is it lost in translation bad
1: Ah, yeah welcome to the movie men podcast i am peter that is brady and I am curious, oh so curious, as to where this Segway or this uh, icebreaker is going.
0: <laughs> Jurassic World Dominion is a horrible film. <laughs> I'll just, uh, I'll just break the, break the, you know. Listen, I should we just initial impression?
1: Well, Are listen, we... w- what I'll say is. Usually our episodes have the title like, you know, insert blank film review and discussion. If I was a betting man, I feel like if all things are equal, this could be Jurassic World Dominion and instead of review and discussion, it's more like public service announcement of us just warning people of how bad it is.
0: <laughs> this could be the Jurassic we could name this episode the Jurassic franchise eulogy. <laughs> both because it is the last one and both because it's like <laughs> dead should be dead listen i okay initial impression
1: and obviously is uh, the re- re- returning listener would know and anyone new to the show should know spoilers it's as if we're assuming you've seen all the the, yeah. the film and we're spoil you know, the shit out of this we're gonna spoil it like a 2001 van diesel car
0: And this is probably, genuinely, this is probably the first time that I don't feel any guilt over that. Right. This is the first time that I'm like, listen, if you're thinking about going to seeing this, don't, there's some things you should know.
1: Right. Or just don't.
0: I, listen, I, I want to preface this by saying two things. Sure. One is that, like, last week you said that you were dubious going into it, that you'd seen the trailers, and there was, like, some red flags, and mm-hmm. you, you had your doubts going in. Yeah. I didn't. I was like, oh, I saw wow. the trailers, and I was like, this looks like everything I want it to be. It looks like all of the, with with Laura Dern and Sam Neill and Jeff Goldblum and everything that's happening, it looks like the, the perfect amount of fan service that I want, this looks like a joyous just nostalgia ride Mm. i was pumped even after (laughs) you said what you said even after i saw some negative reviews i was like you know what i'm i often don't agree with the critics and rotten tomatoes so Mm -hmm. that that didn't that didn't deter me at all um i sent you a message the other night and i was like you know okay just because you saw it and i was like just thumbs (laughs) Mm -hmm. up or thumbs down (laughs) <laughs> like, tell me what you know. Thumbs up mm-hmm. or thumbs down? And you give yep. me a thumbs down. And Brienne and I started talking about it, and we're like, you know what? We both have very different <laughs> movie tastes than Pete. So even For Pete sure. saying that is not yep. like we're like, oh, right. we might probably still love it just because Pete doesn't like it. And you that know. there are many
1: examples of that being lost the case, in translation. Yeah,
0: yep. uh, yeah, you know even your unapologetic love for cats, right? And we're still like, okay, <laughs> That is so, so not true. So, um, so that's the first thing I want to preface it with. The second sure. thing is I have a tendency to really enjoy films that aren't so good, even... It, like I, I I tend to enjoy films even if they're not so good if it gives me the appropriate amount of like fan service and nostalgia mm. and, and mm-hmm. whatever. Um, so even if this was, even if this was like not a great film, but the original three were there, like I was so confident mm-hmm. that this could be not so great, and I would still be so enthralled by hmm. the original three. Right. That it wouldn't matter, that I would still walk out with a huge grin on my face. (laughs) The more time that I've had, the more that I think about this movie after having seen it. Mm. It's a bad movie. Like, it's not just, it's, it's bad, and it's like... You know, like, we've gone to see movies or we've reviewed movies and they mm. haven't been, like, super good. And it's like, oh, okay, like, this turned out to be a bit of a dud. I wouldn't watch this again. Of course. This is, like, such a disappointment. Mm-hmm. It's such a letdown from mm. what this could have, should have, and and felt like it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And And ultimately, I have some huge... Head scratching things to hit on. Like there's some things that if I could sit down with the writers and the director, mm-hmm. like legitimate things where I'm like, what the hell were you thinking? What were you thinking? Mm-hmm. It's it's bad. And you know, I wonder if when I watch it again, when it comes out on on streaming or or what have you. Mm. I'm wondering if if maybe I'll change my tune a little bit. I'm wondering if a second viewing, I'll be able to find some redeeming qualities. And and don't get me wrong, there are some redeeming qualities. There's some moments that I thoroughly enjoy, some nice Mm. kind of moments. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. But initial impressions... this is with the exception of Toy Story 4 <laughs> this is probably the most disappointed I've been not wow. not necessarily the worst film like obviously I oh, yeah. you know I I do think for me personally my own taste this is a better film than lost in translation it's certainly a better film than cats oh. um, you know but as far as a expectation and wishful like mm. like what what I wanted, the experience that I felt like I was going to get versus <laughs> what I got. Mm-hmm. This is second only in disappointment to Toy
1: Story Four. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I what love do you think, too- sir? I love how two weeks in a row we found a way to just rip on Toy Story four again, and moving forward every week, every week. I think it makes sense, especially when we review. This film
0: is definitely better than.
1: yeah (laughs) oh man uh yeah okay so first impressions uh, you know before i get into this i do think that like in thor ragnarok we've got jeff goldblum essentially playing just himself and he really wasn't truly aware that he was in a film because he's just a hilarious guy but yeah so recency comparisons are you know, Toy Story was a long. Toy Story Four was a long time for me, so it's hard to kind of compare the two. Although I agree, Toy Story Four was bad for me. A, a real relevant comparator was Top Gun Maverick because that's an example of an iconic franchise, um, not only just continuing, but then it ended up being like a story worth continuing, like a story worth creating. And this this film was the exact opposite of that. It was such a just flat tale story and i don't fully blame this film i don't think it's it's completely its fault i'd say this whole franchise like this whole new trilogy has been diluted and i don't think there was a whole lot this third film could have done to redeem it and i i don't know if that's just a hot take because i don't know if some people liked the first and second one i just personally thought they were meh at best and this one was just much worse but i don't think it's its its own fault um i i think just in a nutshell and this will be the end of my hot take i think this was a film literally with an identity crisis i'm going to use your term i think it's a good one you used it in the show in the past um and as a result of that there was a real lack of audience interest or at least with me and there was a just not a very good tempo i mean is it a dinosaur adventure film maybe is it a kidnapping abduction film kind of is it a film about gmo corporate greed and like world f- hunger crisis also yeah kind of and i just feel like some of those things don't really need to be in a film about dinosaurs like yeah we can break that down a bit later but uh, i just felt a lot of these plot points were kind of random and half done and uh they didn't really get in rhythm till quite further into the film. And I use rhythm very loosely because even when they did get in rhythm, it wasn't like an excellent tempo. So, right. Yeah, man. Like just this film, uh, didn't do any redeeming of the trilogy. And this film as a standalone is just bad.
0: Mm hmm. Let's not break it down later. Let's break it down right now. Uh, please. there's, <laughs> In my mind, I mean, there's a couple of things that are bad about this movie. You could say, you know, oh, mm-hmm. the writing's not so great. Some of the dialogue mm-hmm. is corny and mm-hmm. confusing and just convenient. Um, but there, in my mind, there are three major sins that this film commits. Sure. To its to, to the original. Um, okay. And the first one is, you know, you said, is this a dinosaur adventure movie. And then you said maybe. And I think I think there's a big capital on that maybe. Ma- <laughs> right. Maybe? Right. Maybe? Because this listen, this and this is the first thing that I'd like to sit someone down. This is the major thing. I'd like to sit someone down and say, "What the hell were you thinking?" <laughs> because this film is not about dinosaurs. Right? The dinosaurs are there sort of as an inconvenient obstacle. Right? This film is about giant locusts. What the hell? That, are eating, that have been engineered to eat all of the crops except for the crops made by the company that engineered them. Yeah. And if we don't somehow stop these locusts, oh. then the world's food supply chain is, is screwed. Mm -hmm. That is what this film is about. There's some subplots about kidnapping and and stuff like that. Sure. Dinosaurs and and whatever. (laughs) But it's not even a film. The final film in the Jurassic Park freaking franchise is not (laughs) even about dinosaurs. It's about giant engineered prehistoric locusts.
1: Right. And it's like... What the
0: hell were you thinking?
1: 100%. Like, lean heavily on on your one unique plot point that is dinosaurs, that is an extinct species of animals being brought back to life. Like, I wanna see more of that. There was all those moments, and for me, it was the kidnapping that got to me, but the locusts was just as bad. But all these kidnapping and convoluted famine plots, there were times I literally went like, what are we doing here? Like, this is, this is just, uh, do what you can do well. Again, I'll go back to Maverick. You know, what 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 is Maverick about? There's some other things mixed in there, but it's a fighter jet movie. Or even if just like simple classic action movies, Raiders of the Lost Ark, it's a treasure hunt movie or national treasure. It's a treasure hunt movie. And at its core, it's got these things that are just fundamental that they just don't stray away from. And there's romance and there's, you know, comedic moments and, and other things mixed in there to in all these examples I just gave. But it's it's doesn't stray from its one kind of defining aspect. And this movie, I just really feel does.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. The next big sin that this film commits is this is the first time... The others have sort of strayed in this direction, Mm. but this is the first time that this film has not been relatable. So, like in in especially in the first 3 and then mm-hmm. sort of in the 4th and 5th it's it's been set in a world that we live in with the exception of there's an island mm. that you know that doesn't mm-hmm. exist we've never been to so we don't have to really suspend any disbelief mm-hmm. but it's like it's it's our world and and we can we can kind of process that and and apply that to like, oh wow, you know, like what if? Mm-hmm. At this time around there's just dinosaurs everywhere. It it's mm. it's like, you know, it's the difference between um it's the difference between and this is a weird example. I don't know why this is the first thing that popped in my head it's It's the difference between like Twilight where it's like, okay, this is our world, and there's vampires in it that we don't know about mm. versus a movie like Narnia, where it's like, okay, now you're in a whole nother like this isn't <laughs> this isn't our world. Mm-hmm. It's a different and 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 I felt like that. I felt like it felt so detached from hmm. that realistic feeling. Mm. kind of thing. Because even like, you know, in, in the others, you had to mm-hmm. go to... You had to go to this place to experience these dinosaurs. And every mm-hmm. so often, they'd bring a T-Rex back and it would roam around San Diego. But we dealt yep. with it and we sent it yep. back. And yep. and so it never strayed so far from from this kind of, you know, thing. Mm. um, But yeah, it, to me, to me, it was like, I can't even... This isn't a world that I live in. This isn't a world that I recognize or can mm. feel immersed into.
1: Right. Yep.
0: Yeah. The f- oh. the third major sin. Yeah, please. And this is one that has been present for me through this entire third or uh, second trilogy. Yep. There's there was never really like the stakes felt off to me in the first three the stakes are always not only are there dinosaurs and the dinosaurs are probably going to eat and kill us (laughs) but we're lost in the jungle like we are Mm -hmm. stranded Mm -hmm. in here Mm -hmm. and we are trying to get rescued yeah in the in jurassic world the first jurassic world it, it that's not what it is. It's, mm. oh, shoot, we screwed up and we're going to get sued into our ass because <laughs> our park guests are dying. But we're completely, right. we could hop on a helicopter at any moment mm. and haul ass out of here. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom is like, mm. the stakes are, oh, we have to save the dinosaurs. We're really mm. not at risk at all. Mm-hmm. We're completely fine. There's no. Yeah. There's no danger to us at all. We just need to rescue these dinosaurs. Right, right. And then this one is like, we need to save the world. And it's like, mm. uh, what? what? Like it, your, what's so excellent is the fear of like, you know, you, you can feel that fear of I'm lost in the jungle and there are raptors hunting me.
1: It's palpable, right? Like, it's, it's yeah, you know, in the example I... of the earlier films, it's like, this child specifically is about to be in danger, or that guy specifically, and it's like, them versus the dinosaurs. It's just hard this to it's grasp. This is like, in... us
0: versus world hunger?
1: What? Yeah, like, I mean, obviously, of course, that's a serious bad issue, but it, in the context of how they build it up in this film, it just, the stakes are never properly built for us to go, ooh, I'm I'm feeling the intensity.
0: Yeah. It's like, and I was thinking about it and it's something like, I guess I've never felt the stakes. It feels very sort of similar to, I've never really felt the stakes in a 007 film.
1: Cause I'm Mm. like, that's
0: not, I I could never, I could never be in that situation. Mm -hmm. I am Mm -hmm. never going to be stopping a a (laughs) rocket from taking off and blowing up the moon. Like that's just not. Yeah something that you know and so like could i be lost in the jungle with a predator stalking me 100 uh, probably probably won't happen but no, that's but something that i can wrap my head around
1: 100%. am i ever going it's...
0: to be responsible for preventing world hunger like single-handedly yes. responsible for preventing world hunger exactly shit i hope not I just, no. <laughs> well, otherwise we're all screwed i'm letting you know right now like <laughs> it's not you know i ain't no it's not gonna pan out um Yeah, so those are, for me, those are the three big sins, and I got a Um, bunch of little stupid things to talk about. Of course, of course. But, and and the king of those being, at what point did you forget that you were making a film about dinosaurs, you idiots? Yes. You morons. Um, Like.
1: I I want to piggyback on something you said, and then I'll lead into my next point. I... Had one, the only thing I liked about this movie, I'm going to give away. We're jumping to something I liked, but it's in context of what you said. There's only one moment I kind of liked because it was kind of leading back to some of the original kind of vibes of of what was captured so well in the original trilogy. But it was when Bryce Dallas Howard was, you know, um kind of marooned in the jungle by herself, but it was kind of temporarily. But she she gets to the ground because there's the predator nearby and i did find it a bit of a redeeming sequence where she's you know just crawling on the ground and just kind of being literally like a foot away at a time from this predator and crawling into this water into the mud until she's fully submerged and then dips her head in there and there's something about that that i'm like okay this is a vibe and a tone that i can relate to from the original ones that i think to your point match the intensity of like human versus a predator and a little bit more relatable a little bit more easier for us to understand and there was something about that that I'm going okay maybe if we turn the corner we're kind of getting into the vibes and the roots of what a dinosaur film should be about and the moments that we should really hone in on and then after that like that it was never matched in intensity again and just kind of went on in its own ways so that was like one thing that I liked and then you know essentially just really just failed so it's it's more of a critique Um, Something that I think this whole trilogy has kind of disappointed, and I'll I'll just pick on this film specifically because that's what we're here to review, but it's, it's not that the other two films are innocent of it. I feel like we've fallen such a long way from what our characters in these films have walked away and been challenged with and have learned. And then, by extension, as an audience, what we are challenged with and and what we learn. So, I'm just thinking back to the original. You know, there's incredible sequences, both of, you know, sci-fi moments and intensity of, you know, uh, dire situations. But at the end of the day, there's this whole philosophical debate of, you know, just because we can do something, should we really do it? And it's like an undermining, you know, interesting point to it. And... Just never was I ever challenged to that same degree in this film, and by extension, I was never challenged to that same degree in any of these three films. So, uh, to me, that is something that this film has fallen far away from.
0: In the very first movie, you were so preoccupied with whether or not you could that you forgot to stop and question whether or not you should.
1: Yep. Ian Malcolm.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And
0: that's that is like the whole the whole thing has been like man playing god and yeah. and and whatever. But it it which you know I guess that's sort of what was happening with the locusts in this one. But it was like <sighs> it was more about just like they felt like Bond villains. They would it was <sighs> like it ugh. it was more about greed than it was yeah anything else.
1: Philosophical I underpinnings, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. um. So other things that suck about this movie, (laughs) honestly, a lot of the visuals, like it, it seems to pick up, but there's like, there's, it's towards the beginning. There's definitely some like CGI dinosaur scenes Mm. where I'm like, is this, am I watching a trailer for an upcoming Jurassic Park (laughs) video game? (laughs) Like some of it is just, and, and I was thinking about it and, and here's a bit of a hot take, but like. And in this example, they were smart enough to do it in the dark so it was hard to see. They were smart enough to do it in the mm. rain so that it wasn't a super clear image. Nothing, sure. nothing in the entire Jurassic World Park franchise has ever come to look as good as the T-Rex in the rain in that first film.
1: Agreed. And
0: and so weird that that was where they topped out on visuals mm-hmm. like it, that but is it never weird. looked as good yeah as as that moment
1: i would um, say it came close if not equal in the second film when there were the two t-rexes like it it, it didn't get yeah. worse but i get i totally understand your point of yeah we've come 30 years and that is where you peaked out yeah
0: well and and it's thanks to practical dinosaurs like physical yes. puppets and i and yes. there are many scenes in this film where they use those. And I appreciated that when it happened.
1: I, I did too, but I feel like they weren't impactful enough. So I guess either they, for me, it needed to be more volume of puppets or in more key sequences. Cause I, I definitely was, I was a little lacking as far as the impact of seeing real puppets. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. Cause yeah, even in the second one, there's a scene where, a bunch of people are like hiding in this super shallow cave under a waterfall, yeah. and the T Rex snout is kind of like sticking mm. through the waterfall. And obviously, yeah. it's a phys- it's like practical, actually, there. Yeah. Uh, and it looks great. It does. It looks great, and it looks terrifying, and it looks real. Um, yeah. You know, even the best CGI, we're still just not there. Like, it still mm-hmm. doesn't feel
1: mm-hmm. real. You yep. can
0: tell when it's not mm-hmm. you know, yep. and it just it it just sucks us right out or at least yeah. you know does for yeah. me yeah. um other things about this movie that just sucked um <laughs> some of the some of this like convenient dialogue like at the end when Henry Wu shows up and oh. and Alan Grant is like, "I remember you, and it's like, <laughs> do you?" you interacted with him for 20 minutes 35 years ago how do you remember him we've seen him pop up in movies over and over and I said this to Brianne I see this the exact same point I said this and she's like yeah right. half the time when he shows up it takes me a minute to remember who he is <laughs> and I've seen him Her in name? like four films yeah. now
1: yeah 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 <laughs> yeah I remember you no you don't uh, mm-hmm
0: you saw him like at the and you were more fascinated with the baby raptor being born. You did you have
1: no idea yeah, who this jackass is. There could have been a tall foot clown in the room and you wouldn't remember them because you were so focused on a dinosaur hatching from an egg.
0: Exactly. So that was like that made no sense to me. <laughs> Putting Laura Dern in the same, like, it's like, oh, oh wow, you kept your your tied-off shirt that you had from 35 years ago and you still fit into <laughs> it. That's great. I
1: didn't notice the tied-off shirt, I have to admit.
0: Uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's like, oh, okay, you're in the exact same outfit. That's
1: why. Also, literally just, I just want to say the writing of this film, and I'm not trying to jump into your point, but it makes sense because you're talking about both Laura Dern and uh, Alan Grant So just the whole tent scene where it's just like, let's get this really lame and boring exposition out of the way to explain Laura Dern's past family life in the uh, Jurassic Park three. But also, you know, let's give her clearance so that, you know, maybe they can have some romantic moments. So it's like, how are the kids? They're great. Oh, love them. Do this, do that, do this. How's your husband? He's gone, 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 gone. And it's just like, it just felt so forced. And I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah. And I was like,
0: okay obviously you're going to end up together like so convenient to be like oh Oh. that marriage is over oh well okay well you might as well make out now because we
1: know (laughs) right
0: that's how this is going to i was
1: just like this is the clonkiest most contrived expositional crap like that is it was awful i'm sorry but those writers are paid like this isn't just a weekend gig that was their job and it was so clunky
0: I would have rather, like, you know, at the end, you have Sam Neill walk in and Laura Dern is in bed with Chris Pratt, and everyone's like, Whoa, wait, what? <laughs> at least then you would have caught me off guard. Oh, I would have been like, right. Oh, yeah. I didn't see this coming. You uh, cougar.
1: <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> what is, what or is would happening? Would you
1: call here? her a raptor? Like, do you go with raptor? I don't know. <laughs>
0: um, so there's that. The moment in this film that I feel like was supposed to be make me the most excited the moment that I was supposed to like get the most giddy and pee my pants a little bit <laughs> made me roll my eyes the hardest mm. and it's at the end towards the end when the T-Rex gets in the fight which somehow the same friggin T-Rex is still alive because it's, it's got like she's got the scars and stuff on her from the raptors in the first one it's the same <laughs> T-Rex <sighs>
1: Really? I don't think I clo- uh, honed no, it's in the on the
0: one. Wa- it's the same T-Rex. How? And so wow. she gets in the fight with the Gigantosaurus or whatever the hell <laughs> it is. And that was the most stupid, mo- because I'm like, this is the most useless yep. fight.
1: So bad. Because
0: we know yeah. it doesn't matter what happens in this fight. We know how this ends. There's no way that you are using this moment for anything other than mm-hmm. to once again assert the the T-Rex as the the king of this franchise as the mm-hmm. even though we have seen the T-Rex go up against multiple foes that could and should have killed it mm-hmm. superior foes but somehow this old battered <laughs> T-Rex wins every friggin' time <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's so bad.
1: <laughs> like, I, I just, just found the whole last fight scene just so, like, I, I just wanted to leave the theater and maybe, you know, it just seems really slapstick, really, really pointless. And I agree.
0: I was, I was having trouble not staying awake through this movie. And, and that was... Not because of the movie, it was because I was tired, but sure. if this film had been what it should have been, mm-hmm. it would have been enough to fill me with adrenaline and keep me awake and have I me enjoy it.
1: I should have mentioned this during the hot take, but I I actually, I'm not saying this sarcastically, I came incredibly, incredibly close to leaving about seventy five percent of the way through, it was I saw it in a later showing, so like it didn't finish. Oh, it was the it second
0: because you saw it in a drive-in.
1: Yeah, and it was it was the first film, but like when you know it didn't start to like nine thirty nine forty five, right? And I you know I was like, listen, I've like I'm only on this earth so long. Is this worth? going to bed a bit later for and ultimately <laughs> the answer was no but i i was like i've paid my money and like i i should like i, have I do like jurassic it. i do like jurassic park at its core so I was like i i guess i feel obligated to stay but I, I i was so so close to just hitting the start button on my car and just rolling out of there
0: so i'm guessing so you didn't stay for Firestarter then
1: no no
0: oh interesting that's too mm. bad i was excited to ask you about Firestarter. But.
1: <laughs> oh, sorry sorry would have been better than Jurassic park i'm sure Uh, probably yeah yeah can i um can i I say something visually that i found disappointing and this is a personal taste i've said all of the
0: big things that i hate so if you so just lay out if if you've got some stuff to trash on this about just just go balls to (laughs) the walls with it now
1: yeah (laughs) the two things actually and then that that's it but the one it, it it's I won't say it's a critique because it's more personally based, so I won't rip on it. But I was a little disappointed with some of the settings and the visuals that came with it. When I saw these visuals of, like, you know, wild horses running and then there's dinosaurs running with them, or, you know, like just these dinosaurs that have incorporated their way into what we consider normal, natural life here. I think I was picturing a bit more of a dystopian society or like a little bit more disheveled. And, you know, I think just in my mind, it made sense because it's like if you have these predators like raptors and and dinosaurs, there's going to be some carnage. That's just the reality of it. And I felt like I, I was expecting the world order to be a little bit more out of whack. And so I was picturing a bit visually, if you can picture uh, the Will Smith, I am legend, you know, New York city when they're, you know, it's overgrown with grass and it's like a concrete jungle, but it's kind of like a real jungle with grass overshooting it. And just, um, just due to the chaos of the hum, of human life being different with like predators around. And I think visually I just wanted something like that. Cause I think that would be cooler and maybe a bit more believable. I, I will admit that's a bit more of a personal taste so i won't say it's a critique of the film i think just the last thing and it's it's just an it's an ending statement because we've we've covered most of the things i wanted to say just this entire franchise uh, that is Jurassic park should have finished with the original second or the third one at most and um or at very minimum alternatively this trilogy should have been a whole lot better or just not existed because it was it was I w- I'm, cl- I'm classifying the whole trilogy as a colossal failure and this third third film is just like the poster boy or like the the checkmate so
0: i i'm not in love with the first jurassic world but i don't hate it and i think that if they had i mean that one doesn't even end with a cliffhanger like you could have just given us that as a years mm-hmm. later reboot sure. one standalone thing. And I would have, I would have eaten that up. I would have been like, okay, cool. Yeah. You know what? That was fun. That was, yep. it, it, Fair. it just kind of drives home the point that mm-hmm. we will never be ready for this and it's mm-hmm. always going to be a bad idea.
1: Sure. But I I, I, you, I can live with I, that point. Yeah. If you, if it had just been that as a standalone, I, I think I would have a, div- a, a more easy going verdict.
0: You reminded me of, of one last thing, and it's yeah. it's probably also like my second biggest thing. So I can't believe I almost forgot it. <laughs> not only is this film not a film about dinosaurs, we tend we seem to have somehow forgotten about the dinosaurs by the end of the movie because it's like mm-hmm. so. The film starts out, and the setting that they set is okay. There's dinosaurs everywhere now, and this is a real issue. People are getting eaten, and people are getting trailer parks are getting attacked, and and. Mm-hmm. Like shit's bad. <laughs> oh wait, there's also these locusts. Oh okay, right. let's deal with the locusts, and then we deal with the locusts, and it's like, and then the humans and the dinosaurs lived in harmony for for right? the rest of their days. And I'm like, <laughs> wait, everything's fine now. There's still. Right. It's not like you wiped out all of the carnivores, and there's right. just some like fun plant-eating herbivores flying around and doing what, like, how is this not still an issue? Mm-hmm. There are still dinosaurs everywhere. The point mm-hmm. of this franchise is that that humans and dinosaurs have been separated by millions and millions of years of evolution, and they cannot and should not and will not coexist. Mm-hmm. And the end of this movie comes, and it's like, well, there's dinosaurs everywhere. <laughs> Thanks for coming, everybody. <laughs> what? Oh... It literally
1: forgot, the film forgot what the threat was. Right. And that's what I mean. This film had such an identity crisis of just all these different themes that just kind of seemed unfinished in, like, so many different examples.
0: Yeah. No. uh. Okay, look, there are some things that I did enjoy. Um, The initial moment when we're introduced to the locusts, and it's just the two kids... And they're like, they all come up, all the locusts like fly up out of the field Mm. and the kids are like running for the barn. That was terrifying. I was was like, oh my gosh. Like, okay. Yeah. The world's in shambles. Little did I know that we were setting up the whole plot with that. Um, (laughs) But that, that individual moment I did enjoy. I enjoyed the dynamic between... Um, Claire Owen and Maisie in the beginning when they're in that cabin and Maisie's frustrated and like that, I was like, okay, this is, you know, they've got like a little family unit there and it's, it's almost got like a a quiet place kind of feel or whatever, where we have to stay hidden. We have to stay, you know, I'm like, okay, yeah, that's, that's interesting. We're dealing. And also there I, there was no gratifying conclusion to the whole human cloning thing. Mm-hmm. like there there was sort of like we you know we don't forget to touch on it but it's never like i don't know because there were a lot of like existential quite you know there's a moment where she's like i'm not even a real person mm-hmm. and i'm like oh there's like a lot of really deep things that we can explore right. and touch on with this no nope. but we're not
1: going to we're not going to um
0: so I like that i <laughs> like what
1: i mean like so many different themes were just like left un unfinished and just blowing in the wind yeah, um, the
0: the joy and wonder, the splendor of seeing Doctor Alan Grant was not lost on me. Um, sure, it didn't redeem the film, but I was still like, "Oh man, like you're the OG. You are you are the <laughs> authority of of this franchise, and it's so great to have you back." Mm. Um, I did like of the original three. I thought the best lines and the best moments were clearly went to Jeff Goldblum. Like, he's mm. got some great lines in this movie, a lot of fun moments. I like that he's... I liked the symmetry between this and the original. I liked that that Ian Malcolm is left behind with the radio to kind of talk people through it, just like he was when he was wounded in the first one, and he's talking mm. Laura yes. Dern through, like, okay, look, sure. there's pipes on the wall above you. Follow the yep. pipes. Yep. That was kind yep. of fun. Um, as Even though it didn't was never explained and it didn't make sense why this guy had the original Barbasol can Right? how he got it or why it's in his right. collection Um yeah. I liked yeah. that it was present when the that Dilophosaurus is attacked and even just seeing there was something gratifying about seeing the black venomous spit of the Dilophosaurus land on someone's face like that was like <laughs> oh yeah man this is the meat and <laughs> potatoes of Jurassic Park um, so that was fun. I, for me, the strongest sequence was when they were like in those caves, mm. um, that felt to me the most like, oh, okay, we're, we're back in that place of like, and, and, and when, when Sam Neill, when Alan Grant, you know, is climbing sort of like up in the dark and then all of a sudden there's that, like that dinosaur there there's like this jump scare and and that like legitimately so i saw this you saw it in a drive in i gave this film a better chance than you than Mm -hmm. you did i saw it in imax um Mm -hmm. and that was a you know that was a a terrifying sequence um and yeah you know again like it it it, the film did benefit from imax like when when the t-rex roars and it's in an IMAX sound system, it is a different experience than than your car radio for sure. Mm, mm, mm. Um, and so that was fun and unique. Um, that's kind of it. That's kind of the stuff that I liked in a nutshell. Like you know, there was there was, or or like you know, the odd flashback where it was like, okay, here's a shot of Maisie's mum. On Isla Nublar, in front of, um, in front of the original gates to mm-hmm. Jurassic Park, like stuff like sure. that, where it was like, okay, you're giving me some connective tissue. Mm-hmm. Those were, but those these moments, these things that I enjoy, they're so sparse and few and far between
1: mm-hmm.
0: that it just, it's not, it's not, it's so bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Is there anything that was like redeeming for you? Like, what did you enjoy?
1: I literally, I have said it already. It was literally the Bryce Dallas Howard crawling in the mud scene that like gave me some hope of like, this is, these are the moments that I miss from the original trilogy and it was short lived and it wasn't matched and, and, and that was it. Yeah. Yeah. I liked, uh, I liked, uh, Ian Malcolm's character. I, I, I obviously liked Jeff Goldblum alan grant was okay but how he was used i can't say i really enjoyed how he was used just because it was so clunky and awkward with laura dern so yeah not i can't really say much about it that i liked
0: so is that it are we 40 that's, minutes in and, and ready it? to rate a new release am, a I jurassic
1: so, park i i am ready to be done talking about this film for a while <laughs>
0: Jeez. Okay. A scale of 0 to 10, sir. How do you rate Jurassic Park Dominion?
1: It's simple and it's easy. On my scale, it's obviously in the bottom most tier. So, like, if I was at a cottage, there was no Wi-Fi and it was raining outside and there was a VHS copy of it, I guess I might consider watching it. But even then, I literally might just go back to bed and wait till the sun comes out because it was bad. Um, On my scale, traditional 0 to 10... I I almost gave it a two. If I had driven out of the the, the the drive-in, it would have been a two. But because I had enough interest in staying, I, I guess I can be convinced to give it a three, but it is just barely a three, like just hanging on by a, just an inch. So a three out of 10. Wow. What, what did you give it?
0: I gave it a four, and I think that that's probably, again, circling back to, I tend to enjoy f- bad films if there's satisfying fan service and i think there was mm. enough satisfying fan service that but it definitely it falls below below that neutral five out of ten like it, it's mm-hmm. it is it's bad it is bad yep. oh yeah <sighs> i have some news for you sir sure um not a whole lot this week Kay. not a whole lot Kay. um what do i have what should we talk about? Um there's a Marvel's Thunderbolts movie coming, which is hmm. kind of sort of like Marvel's version of the Suicide Squad. Oh, okay. So you know. Sure. Th- they're, they're, that is what it is. <laughs> um Listen, this this next piece of news, this should needs to light a fire under our asses.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: It is we, we are officially getting Paddington Three,
1: <laughs> okay. so it's it's time. Yeah, it's
0: time for us to watch, and I think review. I think at this point we have to review Paddington Two.
1: Oh, it's I have a like a movie men to do, and it's on there. Like it, it is happening because we yeah. have we we have a debt that all men pay, and in this case, it's that. You know, I am, or I am, what is it? I am, no, it wasn't IMDB. I don't remember. ING, maybe? Whatever list we used for the top films. Oh, IGN. Of like, IGN. The top, like, 100 films of the last decade. And this made, like, the top 100 for some reason. And we both just raised an eyebrow. And ever since then, both friends and just listeners of the show have said, hey, You have to watch it. Like, this movie hits, and like, someone who I know is not sappy and is very, like, I would consider him a highbrow. Like, he watches foreign films, and like, most of his top 10 films are films I've never heard of. He said he got teary in Paddington 2, and it should, he feels it should have gotten Oscar nominations. And I went, Excuse me? So, yeah, this film has all kinds of intrigue around it.
0: Yeah, we got to we got to get on that. Yeah. Uh final news. Joker 2 <laughs> is set to be a musical.
1: What the? <laughs> okay. Wow.
0: And they are in early negotiations with Lady Gaga to play Harley Quinn.
1: I listen, I'll buy a ticket. Let's go see it.
0: Yeah. I'm like, at first I, at first this news soured me at first. I was like, Oh, I was like a musical. Like that feels like such a departure, but I'm like, you know what? No, I trust Todd Phillips. I trust Mm -hmm. walking Phoenix and there must be like, listen, this is for someone who's notorious to not doing these, Mm -hmm. this is the first sequel that walking Phoenix is, is going to be in.
1: Very interesting.
0: He's not yeah. a sequel guy. Yeah. And so he,
1: well, he was in Gladiator 2. E- yeah.
0: Okay. So <laughs> sorry, the star of a sequel. Like, <laughs> right. you know, to come back and like head head up a a thing. Yeah. Of course. Um and so for him to, and, and, and not only that, but he was so vocal for the longest time. No, this is, this is one and done. We're not doing another one. It's a standalone, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, and he's not the type of guy who's like pining for work.
1: Oh goodness. You're walking
0: no. Phoenix. You do whatever yeah. film you want to do. Yep. Um, he turned down Dr. Strange. He was going mm. to be Dr. Strange. And he's like, no, I don't <laughs> want to do that. <laughs> That's interesting. Right? Um, so, uh, Clearly, there's something there that that they think they can do something really wonderful with. Mm-hmm. Um, with the exception of House of Gucci, I've been a very big acting Lady Gaga fan. Like, I think sure. she's incredible in A Star Is Born and
1: yep. and yep. stuff
0: like that. So, yeah, yep. I'm I, I'm here for it. I think uh, I think mm-hmm. at first I was like, oh, I don't know, that feels like too big of a departure for me. But then, you know, mm-hmm. upon further further contemplation i'm like well but what am i expecting just a a a rehash of what we've already gotten no Mm -hmm. no okay this is a film about about mental disorders and and psychological issues and and stuff like that and there's probably some pretty trippy weird sequences that you could do musically um (laughs) that would that would do that justice so Mm
1: -hmm. yeah there you go there you There you go what'd you watch this week sir It's a very short list. It's one film. But I think you'll be intrigued by it. Actually, I know you were intrigued by it, but I think you'll be intrigued that I watched it. Uh, I went and saw Top Gun Maverick a second time in theaters. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I watched it. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, I never got bored in it. And just I was on the edge of my seat at different times just because visually, how can you not be... And I I think I was a little bit hard on it when I ranked it, when we reviewed it. And I actually upped my rating a bit. So I gave it a 7 out of 10 a couple weeks ago. I gave it an 8 out of 10 now. Attaboy. I, I think the the original Top Gun, the story, and the film. I won't say the film. I will say the story and the, the, the plot is superior but the the filmmaking abilities and the visuals are superior in this film so it's kind of it's kind of uh, I'm not trying to one- up the original Top gun because without the original Top Gun this film is nothing um, but it's it, it was so good I did not regret seeing it again in theaters and uh, it is just one of those films you have to see on the screen the biggest screen you can and uh it, it by no means was it perfect that's why it's still an eight if if lady gaga had done, done a cover of take my breath away and if a couple more you know relationship things had been twisted here and there uh to tie into the original one and the nostalgia a bit more for me a couple key sequences that we talked about in our review it could have been a 10 but i can't be disappointed with an eight and especially with what we saw with the jurassic park um franchise and just how grotesque that was that we had to sit through that and talk about it to see how the Top Gun franchise just actually gave us something worth watching, worth talking about worth paying a ticket for and enjoying an evening for. It's just incredible what what they've done. So I have nothing but good things to say. What did you watch this week?
0: Uh, Only one film. I continued on my oh no, I watched two. (gasps) Oh! (laughs) <laughs> oh i almost forgot to tell you about a very big one. Oh, oh. okay so i continued on my adventure with rocky and we watched rocky oh, three
1: okay
0: um and i we both enjoyed rocky three the most so far out of uh, interesting out of yeah yeah it was just a the stakes felt high it was like a, a very mm. intense it was good okay i also watched the and I'm gonna butcher the title, so I'm not even gonna say it. I'm just gonna describe it. Sure. Um I watched the Nicolas Cage playing himself.
1: Oh <laughs> that has been on my radar. I think it's the fantastic pressure of oh yeah. The
0: the unbearable pressure of massive talent, I think. And yes, in the incredible yes. pressure of massive talent, weight What'd of you massive think? talent. What'd you think? I recommend it, sir.
1: It's been on the
0: list. I recommend it. It's it's like it's weird. At times, mm. it gets really weird, sure. um, but it but it never feel that weirdness never feels out of place. You're like, sure, uh, you know, you're like, you remind yourself what it is that you're watching, and you're like, oh, okay, that's yeah, I, <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, cool. it was a good watch. It was a good watch.
1: I I am intrigued.
0: Well, well under the one hour mark, sir, for the new Jurassic World film. Yep. Wrap this up.
1: All right. Well, uh, truly, thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us, whether you're new, whether you're returning. We really appreciate it. Uh, give us a like, follow, subscribe wherever you can, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, links are below. Give us a like and a comment on this episode post. Uh, let us know what you think, if you if you saw it, if you didn't see it, if you agree, if you don't agree with what we said. And uh, we, we do enjoy hearing back from you. Check out our Patreon page, our merchandise page below. Helps us uh, pay the bills, and it helps us return the favor, saying here are some perks. Uh, join our special crew. Um, and until Help us next help week, you. Help us, in the words of Jerry Maguire, Tom Cruise. Help me to help you.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, and until next week, where we do another new review oh, of... Oh, gosh, uh, I'm excited. Pixar film.
0: Yeah, not just a Pixar film. No. The but one I, that... I, Toy Story film. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I am I am jacked for that film.
1: I, I am excited to watch or to review Toy Story Four again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the actual Toy Story Four. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Yeah.